But hello, everybody. It's Sunday. I'm here. You're there. The sun just popped out. And Ellie's here. I hope you had a grand week. And we oh, got yeah. some much-needed rain. But the crops would have been saved if it would have been about a month and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. But we need this going into winter, you know, to get more moisture in the ground. So, anyway, we got about two inches up in Hugo. It rained on Friday. And might I might add, it was Friday the 13th. And when Friday the 13th come, I kind of stay home. Don't put myself on any ladders. <laughs> <Bad luck. laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't operate machinery. <laughs> I just kind of, I clean and stuff. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we got about two inches. So, so happy. And I don't know how the leaves around your house. Our house, man, three quarters of the leaves are down already. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually surprised how well they have been holding on um, over where I'm in West St. Paul. You know, when you cross the yep. high bridge, you see those incredible colors. Yeah, um, Those are still hanging on pretty pretty decently oh, wow. around Bidea Makaska. There's like a ton of colors, too. Hmm. So um, I'm, I'm surprised that the rain didn't take all of it down with them. Yeah, it was. Well, we're pretty sparse, but we've got a lot of uh, black walnut trees. And they're the last, the, the last to get their leaves in the spring. And they're the first one to get rid of their leaves in the fall. So it looks kind of barren. And then uh, we got some oaks, but they're way out in the back pasture. And then we got those silver maples and then a lot of pine trees, you know. So. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, this week we made it muddled through another week. And I'm here today. Yay. <laughs> so hopefully you got some good questions. Um, today I want to talk about kids and dogs. And then what you should know, we're going to start, because there's so much for you to know, about before you get a puppy. Before you get a puppy, okay? And heads up, if you've been trying to reach Katie's canine by way of phone this week, uh, well, so, so let's start with uh, uh, September 30th. We got electrical storm. Both my phone lines went down, the house and the business, okay? So then good old CenturyLink, I called him. Oh, yeah, we'll be out there October 6th, which is a week away, right? Yeah. Okay, so no business line, no house line. Luckily, I do have a cell that I had to use. But anyway, so then uh, you could call into my business line and leave a message, and I could retrieve that message. Okay, well, October 6th comes. Guess what? Yeah, they're not fixed. Okay, (sighs) so then they said, oh, it'll be October 13th. They came out on October 6th, but they didn't fix the problem. So they came out on October 13th, which was this past Friday. Okay, so house line still doesn't work. All you get is and then the business line. Now you can, I can, I can do, I can call out. Mm -hmm. But if you call in as of Tuesday, it just goes straight to air. It doesn't ring. It doesn't, you can't even leave a voicemail. Okay, but now in my book, CenturyLink, if anybody bigwigs are listening to my show, which I hope you are, <laughs> I need to talk to you because a business should not be down for more than 24 hours. And I don't know if you know that last um, uh, January, February, March, I was down, my business line was down for 45 days. Yeah. Before they finally got a fix. You should get a year credit for that at least. That's uh, just unheard Well, they accredited me for the 45 days. It's like, well, what about the business I missed? Well, thank you for crediting me the 45 days I wasn't receiving service. I yes. shouldn't have to pay for that. Uh, well, yeah. But, but anyway, so the hard thing is to talk to somebody with the powers that be. So now my question, and if anybody knows this answer, can I go to the Attorney General about CenturyLink? <laughs> because this is ridiculous. And so I'm thinking a new way of getting my service now at CenturyLink. You may not be getting any more of my money <laughs> because yeah, I got to try to figure this out. 
But anyway, so like I said, it's just, yeah, I, I just can't believe it. And, and the, you know, I do phone consults. And the problem is, is if I call on my, my cell phone, people don't recognize that number. Yeah. And so they think it's, you know, a junk call. And uh, I'm going to leave a message. It's KDK9. Don't look, you know, my number isn't familiar because my business line is down. But, and anyway, so yeah, it's just, and I got classes starting this week. So last week, these last week and a half, two weeks, are very busy. Can I get in? Did it any questions? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and nothing. And, oh, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> Livid would be an understatement. Yeah, I'd so. be full blown Karen on oh, the phone. Oh yeah, well, I feel so sorry ever. for the person I've talked to on Friday because I called Friday about two, and I said, "Okay, my lines are still broke. Is anybody out here fixing this thing?" You know, well, ma'am, and it's just like, you know, I know. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> But I'm sorry, you are between me and CenturyLink, and you're going to get it. So, I know. At that point, too, I'm like, okay, you need to be honest. Can you do anything about this? Otherwise, I'll escalate the call now. Give me someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And escalate the call. Ooh, that's a good. I do that one. And that's if you good. say, like, hi, I, I would like to talk to your, like, supervisor manager. Can we escalate this call? They tend to just kind of do it because you use the right words ah escalate i am going to remember that one yeah people don't like it when they hear escalate in corporate phone calls <laughs> this week is going to be a lot of time on the phone between Ugh. what's going to happen by the end of the week i'm so sorry so i just ah it just drives me nuts oh well it is what it is so pumpkins are out stopped at the dollar store did you know you know how you got mr potato head mm-hmm. you put all the parts on yeah guess what the dollar store, they have that for pumpkins. <laughs> they do? Yeah. Well, you could make a face with these pushing things on the pumpkins. Yeah, like the original Mr. Potato Head yeah. before they gave you the plastic potato. Oh, yeah. There you go. And so, anyway, but yeah, so I, and so I haven't made my pumpkin yet. You know, I, I asked, well, I need one about this big. And why? I said, I just need one this big. <laughs> and then they also at the dollar store have... Um, Sayings you can put on the pumpkin, you know. Oh, like the stencils. Yes, and so it's pretty funny. Oh, I love pumpkin carving. I have my two picked. Hopefully, they're still sitting on my porch and they haven't been stolen. Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. Yeah, they haven't met with the street. (laughs) I got them. I got my pumpkins, made like my designs, planned my designs, and then I had to go dog sitting. So I'm just they're just waiting for me Uh, for a week. Wow. Oh, well, hey, you have big news about your mom. I do. Have and a, what happened pretty, now? First of all, yeah. people may not know, who is your mom? So my mom is Stephanie Hansen. If you're a fan of the Weekend My Talk broadcast, she does the Weekly Dish on Saturdays with Stephanie March. She also uh, does Makers of Minnesota podcast. She now does Taste Buds, which is on Fox 9 and Fox 9 app, which is her own uh, kind of cooking uh, Minnesota featured uh, culinary artist um featured show okay. and she's sometimes on the jason show you might have yep. seen her oh, there yeah. but for her new show taste buds last night she won a regional emmy for hosting Ooh. uh in the lifestyle category Yay. so she is now officially an emmy, emmy award, award winner emmy Wiener. award winning reality tv host Wiener. she was she was very very pleased it was uh oh that is so a big awesome. deal for her because you know she she didn't qualify for a single category Last year, she like you know she was a TV guest appearance, right? Right, and and now she's a oh, Emmy award winning TV host in the first year. Yep, it's first year. And her producer got an Emmy too for uh, another piece. So everyone was all smiles last night. It was great. Oh, that is so good. And that was held here where? That was held uh, over the Mall of America, at the Blue Radisson, the Radisson Blue. Okay. Um, it's lovely. Now she also has a book, right? Yeah, she does. She's got a cookbook, True North. Cabin cooking. It features a lot of recipes that I grew up on, and I can attest that they're delicious. <laughs> so, yeah, go out and How check do they out. order her book if they're interested? 
Um, it's honestly in like most uh, cooking stores. So if you think like where you would get nice pot- cookware in your okay. neighborhood, okay. they tend to have uh, local cookbook authors. Um, most small indie bookstores are carrying her book. Uh, you can get it on like any online retailer you would otherwise get a book from. Oh, cool. Um, it's fa- it's fairly available. And if you want a signed copy, follow her on Facebook or Instagram. She's always doing events and bringing books along. So oh, go nice. say hi to her. Yeah, I got to get a couple. Christmas is coming up. Yeah, okay. get one for for your husband. He's yes, got I, a lot of the canning go. and grilling stuff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I got to get a couple for Christmas and and have your mom sign it. Yeah, so well, she will. Good. She loves it. That's good. Okay. Okay. Hopefully, you got some questions. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. That's six five one six four one seven one. Oh wait, my wait a minute. I got to get the joke book. Okay. The joke book, the glasses. I got to go all the way over there. Oh, the oh the glasses. No, that's a good addition. Thank you for reminding me. Okay, so we're all set. Okay, and because Halloween is around the corner. I'm going to do some Halloween jokes, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. What is a vampire's favorite fruit? What is a vampire's favorite fruit? All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Katie Kane Show. I'm, every sun- I'm here every Sunday. Noon to do. What is a vampire's favorite fruit? A blood orange. Well, you're kind of in the right ballpark in the orange. That's a fruit. <laughs> okay. It's neck. Nectarines. Nectarines. Nectarines is a favorite. A nectarine isn't like an orange. Oh, yes. You think it a tangerine. Nectarine's like a peach. A peach. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> See? It tells you how often I eat fruit, huh? <laughs> hey, you know what I discovered? Yeah. Okay, what people don't know is uh, the parent company of uh, Nutrisource is, is called KLN. Okay, they also make licorice. And also there, they make, you know, Wallabies licorice? Oh, yeah, the, the Wallaby Company. Okay. I love that stuff. Yeah, see, and so th- that is made at KLN up in Perm, Minnesota. They're always coming out with new uh, licorices. Well, some of them are a hit, and some of them are, like, major. Bits. I'm obsessed with one of their new releases. I've been getting it a lot Which recently. Which is it? It's the like sour candy coated licorice bites. Oh, that's uh, that's good stuff. That's, that's been around for a while good. though. That's, it has been. They but, weirdly like rebranded it. They used to be tinier, and uh-huh. then now they're like bigger chunks. Yes. I like them better yes. as bigger chunks. Yep. No, I agree. I, I go there too. But you know what? I just found at the dollar store. What? <laughs> a small pack. Of, get ready for this. Lemonade. Wallabies lemonade licorice. Lemonade. Okay. Right away. I love lemonade. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy one thing. Yeah. I am obsessed with this. I have not seen it on any shelves, so I don't know. No, I haven't seen that. I would yeah, have noticed. But it's, it's, you can try a piece. I have a piece here. But it is so good. It is just the right. It is, oh, man, it's good. But yeah, the Wallabies licorice, the lemonade licorice, awesome. Awesome. I'm also a fan of their uh, sour apple or their green apple. I should say their green apple. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And then, of course, their uh, black licorice yeah. is really good. But a lot of people don't like black licorice. I don't know. I, I'm hit or miss I on it. it. Uh, sometimes, like, the straight-up black licorice is a bit much for me, but I like black licorice, like, flavoring and yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And oh, I like yeah. anise. And oh, stuff. yeah. I love that, too. Yeah. Okay. Got a question. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up first? First up, we have Mary, who has some questions about dog and cat interactions, where, where that line is. All right. Hey, Mary. How you doing? I'm great. Um, yeah, I was uh, just curious where uh, to draw the line in terms of dog and cat interaction. We okay. have a cat that we've had for about two years, and we recently got a puppy. He's about five months, or she's about uh, five months old, 
and um, she, I, I think, it is seeing the cat as a toy. Okay. And so she'll kind of pounce on her and mouth her. She yep. doesn't necessarily bite her or whatever. Right. But the the cat kind of, um, I wouldn't say hisses, but sort of growls at her and then rolls around and, and swipes at her and, and will will stay in the room and kind of stay around her. She doesn't doesn't scurry off. Right. Okay. So, well, that's good. Well, didn't that mean she's not scared, but she's got a, uh, uh, a brother or sister that plays a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and that's yep. what, and that's what five month old pups do is they, you know, push the envelope. So you as the mom has got to be to regulate the play. So the pup learns to play softly and nicely and not get too okay. rough with the cat. Okay. Because okay. a cat wants to play because it's not leaving the room. All right. But it's right. trying to figure out, okay, how can you play nice? <laughs> and, yeah. and that's your job. Put the pup on. What kind of pup is it? Um, a, a doodle, um, medium sized doodle. Okay. Golden doodle? Yeah. Okay. And they have, they're like Tigger. They have a lot of energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it, you'd be wise to keep a leash, let her drag a leash around the house. And so that okay. if she starts pouncing on the cat, then you just pick up the leash and go, hey, 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 you be nice. Ah, 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 be nice. Okay. And just kind of wait it out. And if she starts playing nice, oh, that's nice. And then, uh, then that's enough. Just a little, she goes back and plays really nice just for a little bit. Now take the dog away for a while. Okay, because she's going to escalate it, you know, so you're going to be going back and forth with it. So she learns over time how to play politely and not uh, overwhelm the cat where the cat gets hurt. And then all of a sudden doesn't want to be that friend anymore. <laughs> okay. 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 That's good. So just introduce it and, and, and the leash because you don't ever want a dog grab a dog by any collar because a lot of times dogs will whip around and nail you because they're not sure who grabbed the, you know, grabbed the collar. Is it another dog? Oh. What is it? Okay. So that's why you never want to find yourself grabbing a collar. Always, if you have to, let them drag a six-foot nylon leash or some kind of a tab, you know, at least, okay. you know, um, you know, 12 inches. So you got some. Okay. But I prefer at, for, at the beginning, especially when you're working with a puppy because they're so fast, is to have the six-foot line so I can quick step on it or quick grab it and say, hey, 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 you know, don't yell at the dog. What you want to do is calm the situation. And so it's going to be okay. you get your two cents worth in there. Ah, 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 ah. You be nice. Be nice. Okay. And then just kind of wait. And, and it looks ill. You know, the dog's going to look at you and then look at the cat and look at you and like, well, I'm not sure what to do here. And just, just, just wait. And if you go back playing with the cat, just, oh, you're being nice. Thank you. That's very nice. You're being nice. And then, okay, now we're going to go to the other room and now we're going to go to the other room. <laughs> okay. 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 And so just interact slowly. So the pup learns that when you say, hey, 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 be nice. The pup learns to back up and just kind of settle down. Okay, but you got to, you got this next, uh, the year, the first year is tough because uh, okay. under six months, it's really a, uh, you know, I mean, they're just, Wah! you know, until the yeah. dog learns the manners. Okay, then they get better as they get more mature. They can focus, hold that thought, and then they get better and react quicker and easier and things get a lot easier as they get older. Okay. 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 So you're the referee. Okay. All right. Can I ask one quick question? Sure. Food? You bet. Um, so we're using the Nutrisource uh, small medium breed puppy food. Okay, but there's only one flavor. Of yes, it. there is. <laughs> and, and so, our, our, is adult puppy food or adult dog food fine? Or yes. And the thing is, if you look at all dog food bags, all every single solitary one of them, they all say good for all life stages. But people okay. are on to the thing. If it doesn't say puppy on the label, they're going to hurt their puppy. 
Okay. No. Okay. And Nutrisource's, you know, uh, formulas are so good, you know, high and ingredients and such like that, that you can feed any one of them, just rotate into the next one. You don't need to stay with the puppy food. You can rotate okay. it to any one of their, uh, and you'll, the dog will be just fine. Okay? Oh, super. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Good question. Thank you. All right. Have Take a good care. day. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, people don't realize that on every bag of dog food, it's in the very fine print, and the print is getting very finer every time. Or maybe my eyes are just getting older. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> it does say, and they're very good for all life stages according to AFCO. Okay, and so that's why, like I say, people get hooked that I got to feed a puppy food. And then on most puppy food, it says feed for a year to two years. And the thing is, puppy food is a specialty feed, so it's more expensive. Okay, so that's but you can if you look at uh, like a go online to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and then you go down to the feeding instructions and such like that. And if you look down there, it'll tell you what to feed a puppy on every one of their formulas. All right. And so that's why, like I say, you can feed any formula, uh, especially Nutrisource because it's such high quality, um, that, um, you're okay. Just remember to rotate it in. Cause yeah, that, that was an excellent question. And, but people just don't think about that. And then to feed for a year to two years, I tell, I tell everybody, if you got to feed puppy food that because that's just the way your mind is, okay, that's fine. But at six months or better, so after six yeah. months, start rotating, get out of the puppy food. You're going to be just fine. So, so what in that puppy food is making it so like expensive like what additive is well, kind of deciding it's puppy food well believe it or not it has to do with who's making it some puppy foods have an outrageous amount of fat to it and puppies have a hard time digesting fat so which is counter conducive to feeding a puppy right hmm. it shouldn't have that much some uh, i've seen puppy foods up to 36 percent uh, fat hmm. and they wonder why the dog is having ruddy problems you know what they're doo-doos they have too much fat and they can't digest it correctly yeah they're eating bacon every day but then i've seen some puppy foods with a low of like you know 14 15 percent all right and for puppies usually i'd say you know 15 to 18 would be pushing it percent would be yeah. the better but no more than 19 percent because that's just is too much for them to digest correctly and so that's why but like i said but nutrisource is so good you know with all with their formulas but like i said i just wish because all both they just have two formulas mm-hmm. you know for puppy foods and both are chicken base and so that's why it's like you got to rotate you got but if you if you would take uh, when you go online to nutrisourcepetfoods.com okay if you look at their adult uh, chicken a formula, you know, for adult dogs, and then you look at their puppy formula for large breeds, the difference is so slight, there is no difference. And so that's why, like it tells you that, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's craziness is what it is. <laughs> and their medium to small dog puppy food is very rich. And so that a lot of dogs have problems with that because they do have a real high fat content in that one too, in their medium to small breeds. Okay, but not the the large breed puppy is is good. What is this the idea that if you have a like smaller dog, they need more they fat really, nutrients? Well, not it shouldn't be fat. It should be more protein yeah. because they have a faster metabolism like a, a cat does. You know, oh, that's okay. why the yeah. protein is so high in a cat because their metabolism very fat. I mean, very fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so yeah, so it's it's craziness is what it is. But it, yeah, people just yeah you know you gotta learn you got to read you got to pay attention you know vets god bless their souls love all the vets i i tip my hat to them but they're great at always in diseases but most of them know nothing about you know nutrition and that's why everybody you guys out there you got to read the labels what is in my dog food okay uh it's called the great salt divide if you look on the back of your package and look where it says salt okay and um everything after salt is basically a pitch to say that it's in there 
All right. It sounds like you're reading, oh, we've got kale, we got this, we got that. You know what I mean? In there. But you have less of it in there than salt. It's a pinch. Right. Well, but, yeah, but, it, but it's just a pinch, just where to say it's in there. Yeah. It doesn't really do all that much good. So. Is it that time already? Oh my gosh. Are yeah. we talking that fast already? <laughs> okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Why do baby ghosts go? Where do baby ghosts during the day? Where do baby ghosts go during the day? We'll be back. I used to haunt this house. The sweet couple who live here were terrified. But then they joined the YMCA. Now they're less stressed and I can't scare them anymore. I write things on the mirror and they think it's cute. I flicker the lights and they laugh. It's like the Y improved their well-being and calmed their minds. Want to annoy your ghost? Get healthy at ymcanorth.org. Okay. Where do baby ghosts go during the day? Ghoul school. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. This one here, though, they go to day scare. Day scare. Day scare centers. There we go. The, so. You know, that ghoul school was my favorite um, Scooby-Doo movie. It's one of the earliest ones, like, uh, came out when they first did, with Scrappy-Doo was on it. So Ew. way back when they had Scrappy-Doo. Okay. And it was uh, Shaggy and Scooby become gym teachers at a <laughs> girls' school for ghouls. Oh, good grief. It's, ghouls it's school, so that's cute. Good. That's, a, that's a good one, too. See? Yeah. Day scare at centers and ghoul schools. <laughs> See? Two answers. There we go. Hey, got a question. Give a holler. 651 Six four one one zero seven one. Say who won the pickleball? I'm not up to date on that. Did you? Uh, no? To no one's surprise, Lori and Julia uh, took that competition. Get out of here! Yeah, Julia is on a pickleball league. And okay. She she keeps her competition tight. Wow. Um, but yeah, they collected an immense amount of donations. Everything was really fun. <laughs> Steve wore short shorts. Yeah, I, I heard. I was listening to that when they they yeah. He said you can tune in now. I have them on because yeah, they yeah got so many do- donations and he's gonna put them on. They were a little snug, I guess. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> they were. But anyway, so they won the competition as far as the pickleball. Yeah, Lori okay. and Julia did because mm-hmm. I knew Lori is not exactly uh, an athlete. No, but know, she killed it. Yeah, but I know she's very. Uh, she exercises. You know what I mean? She's yeah, but I just don't. You know, she doesn't. And, and Julie, I know, played, you know, tennis. She's very active and such like that. Well, that's cool. Well, she, yeah, and Julia, like, actually plays pickleball. And Lori was kind of, like, on the fence about if she was going to be good. Yeah. But apparently the second she hit the court, she was... A natural? Yeah, she cool, was fine. Cool, yeah. I wonder how much I donated to their uh, ca- their cause uh, on, I don't know what day it was. I Saved. Donated to, yeah, and because, uh, you know, my brother lost, mm-hmm. you know, left by way of suicide um, in 2012. So I just had to step up to the plate for that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, and, you know, I'll throw it out there if anyone hasn't listened to their, it was, I think, their third ca- Thursday podcast. Um, they had on the director for Save. Yes, uh, I said that's the one I heard. Yeah, that's the day I donated. Yeah, and that's it's, it's a fan- fantastic episode. So if you haven't heard that, go yeah, check it out. Yeah, that is really yeah yeah. Hear about that cause. Yep, 
Yeah, it's really, really good. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for him. So because usually Jason and Alexa kick, kicks butt with donations. Mm-hmm. You know, they get everybody and their mother to call in for Which of whatever course cause. They, did, but... they are, yeah. But and Lori and Julia usually are kind of on the bottom. You know, they get a lot of donations, but it's you know not huge like like they do. Well, Jason and Alexis hard to compete with a morning show. It's just a radio fact. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I'm, I'm glad they did good. And yeah, I'm they got. I they think won. I think they got the biggest singular donation at five thousand. Ooh, that's awesome. That is awesome that's cool okay um okay let's see if you got a question give a holler 651-641-1071 okay kids and dogs okay first of all folks don't get a puppy if you have kids under five six years old okay because it's going to be oil and water all right the the puppy's going to see the kids as a litter mate in those needle teeth they're going to shred clothes shred skin and um if you ever talk to adults that don't like dogs the reason why most of them not all but most of them is that because they got pummeled when they you know when uh, they were a young kid a dog pummeled them you know and ripped their clothes or whatever type thing and i have not had a puppy in 53 years and there's a reason i get my dogs between two and three years old if not older and because now they're out of the puppy stage, I could put five weeks of training into them, and it's like I had them all their life. And so the whole thing is, is that uh, people, parents of mine, oh, I want the pup to grow up with the kids. No, 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 no. All right? Especially if you get yourself a doodle that's swinging from the chandeliers or breeds that are very, very active. Those poor kids aren't going to know what to hit them. After a week, they're going to be asking to get rid of the dog because they're tired of getting drug around by the dogs or, like I say, knocked over by the dog, put picked on by the dog, and such like that. And so I really, if you're even thinking about getting a, pop, a pupper, don't get a puppy. Get a secondhand dog. Get a dog at least two to three years old, if not older. And then also too then you'll find out if the pup the dog even likes kids most dogs don't like kids because kids are not nice to them they come up and they hug them and kiss them and ride them and pull their hair check out their ears and their eyes and then all of a sudden the dog bites the kid and now the dog gets put down because the dog bit the kid well the parents weren't parenting they weren't teaching the dog the kids to respect the dog's face and space and that's so important so if you if you're thinking about getting a puppy and you got young kids please don't do that get us a, a secondhand one and then you find out how tall they are there's no guesswork you know who they are and if they even get along with kids kid haters dogs that are kid haters are caused by parents that didn't parent and so the dog has become afraid and a lot of people the three words that i well words that i hate is that oh my kids could do anything to our dog and my the hair just stands up on the back of my neck it's like you know what it's going to be a matter of time before that dog is going to get so sick of it that it's going to retaliate and it's going to involve teeth and then the dog's going to pay the price with his life. And so, and it wasn't a dog problem, it was a people problem. And so that's why you got, I, when my daughter was growing up, I, I, if she, she was, he started uh, crawling or even walking and she started crawling to the dog. At the time I had three dogs and I said, you know, I would tell her, Oh, what's this over here? I would redirect her so that, you know, and pretty soon my dog could be in the room and she wasn't even, she'd look at him and just kind of go about her business. She uh, just, I made them the inanimate object in the room. Okay. It's, I didn't wait for her to get to the dog to say, don't do that. I just redirected her. And then plus I never let her hug our dogs. You never let your kids do something to your dog, uh, that they cannot do to any other dog because most kids, if they have their dogs at home 
or, or you know, or put their, you know, go give kisses on the nose. If you do that to a dog that's outside of your pack, it may not be tolerated very well, and your kid is going to get bit in the face. All right, so that's why. And and then like uh, t- uh, toddlers or dog or kids that are just starting to crawl. Okay, the dog is like, okay, looking for the exit, like, oh, God, it's coming towards me. i got to get out of here. So they go behind a couch or they go under a table. Well, here comes the child either crawling or toddling to that, to the dog. The dog growls, like, back off. I don't want to contend with you. Okay, the child doesn't know what a growl means, is back up. Okay, the kid, the, the child continues forward under the table or behind the couch or whatever or in the kennel. And all of a sudden, bam, what happens is a bite. And it's always to the face because the kids are eye at eye level of the dog and the way is trying to get the dog to turn the child's head and go in another direction so you got to think like a dog here and the worst thing you can do when you hear a dog uh, growl like at a child or at anybody is to come down like thunderbolts bad dog shame on you because the growl is a huge preliminary to if the, if the the growl will let you know that they're unhappy and they're worried back off okay and if you're always scolding them when you hear the growl pretty soon what happens they're scared to growl because they're going to get reprimanded for it that they get scared and they just come straight forward with the bite and so that's why that growl is a good thing you understand that the dog is un, you know worried uneasy about a situation back off assess assess the situation but in the way what you could do is call them on the growl hey 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 you'd be nice come here come on let's put you outside get them out of the situation whether it's in the kennel or whatever the thing that i just un, um, un, unnerves me is uh, people that let their kids go in the dog's kennel you know and so the thing is people is, are doing that oh god yes don't do that oh well i know it no they it happens and so it's like oh look at the the dog and the kid are in the kennel it's like oh no this is not a good thing and so and and, and older dogs you know they start losing their vision and their hearing and they become a little bit more jumpy like if a, if a child would you know grab their tail or if a child would come try to crawl towards them when they're on their bed a bed whether it's in a kennel or any place is a dog's domain and you you create a barrier around that so no child can go and wake a sleeping dog uh you know i don't know about you but i, I know a couple of people that are the nicest people and uh, but if you they're sleeping and if you don't wake them up properly it's not going to be pleasant <laughs> and so that's why you always want to make sure your dog is awake before even with adults they want you know they walk by the dog is sleeping then they go and pat him on the head or something and the dog might be in the big dreaming and all he can think about is that oh my god something just you know is going to get me they come flying up and and bite somebody and so you always want to make sure that your dog is awake before you approach them you can stomp your foot clap your hands get a squeaky toy out you know and then they're going to wake up and like oh oh yeah now a dog is totally awake when they stand up and stretch you know, an arc or stretch out and then or and or yawn, a big yawn and then shake and then, OK, I'm with the program. Now, what do you want? <laughs> OK, but you especially like I say, older dogs, you know, they have a tendency to be more reactive when they're sleeping because they, some of them go into a really deep sleep and then they don't hear right and, and their senses are starting to leave. So it's really important that you protect the kids and the dog's face and space. You got to teach your kids to be kind to the dog. Don't hug them. Scooch him on the side of the face. No kisses on the nose. No riding the dog. Okay. No poking the fingers in the ear and the eye. And I don't know. Um, oh, no. You, you haven't been here long enough. I had shared this story a long time ago that this couple had this collie. 
And then, of course, I had a rambunctious four-year-old. And so anyway, um, and I always tell people, never, ever leave the kids and the dogs alone together in the same room, even if it's for a blip in time. If somebody comes with you, the kid or the, ch- or the child or the dog, when you leave. Okay, well, all of a sudden, Ma leaves, go get the phone. And anyway, there's a un- blood-curdling blood-curdling scream from the other room, and um, the collie bit the child in the face. Pretty good. Okay. Dad gra- or mom grabs the child to bring to the ER. Mom- Dad grabs the dog. He's going to bring it to the vet, get him out of the house. Anyway, so then he gets to the vet, and the vet was going to, and he said, it just put him down. We don't want him back home. Anyway, so the vet looks at the at the, the way the dog's head is holding his head, and there's something wrong. And he looks, and here the child put a pencil in the dog's ear. Okay, oh. it's an orifice. Of course, kids will put something in. Th- a yeah, how old, do you know how old the kid was? Four. Oh yeah, Four it's the, uncontrollable. They're just going to do things exactly. <laughs> and so that's why, like I say, dogs are not to be to- have to tolerate toddlers. We barely, as humans, <laughs> can tolerate them on some days. We need to leave and go have a cocktail or something. And so the thing is, is that you have to be fair. And if you choose to have a dog and small kids around, then you have to guard both faces and spaces. What I tell people when the dog start or the dog when the um, child first starts crawling, then when the dogs uh, the dog is in their kennel or outside or in another room. Okay, then when the child goes to sleep, bring the dog out, and now you can interact with adults. Now, when you're holding the kid, you know, and reading him a book, have the dog out with them. You know, but and when the child is in motion, whether they're crawling or toddling, the dog is not, is either hooked to a human on by way of a leash, so they have control the situation and so and or the dog is in the in the kennel or another room or outside and so the thing is is that they can come together and as the child grows he can learn to be respectful of that dog's face and space and no dog can take it for always every every dog going to retaliate one place one time or another so like i say you have to really really protect that kids and faces parents that aren't parenting and where dogs are being put down because of Parents didn't teach the child to be respectful. Whether you got grandkids, nieces, nephews, your own kids, and and if you let's say you just had a baby, uh, then what happens is that unfortunately is that they had the t- the dog. The dog is five, six years old. Now they get a new baby. And now the dog is like, get this thing out of here. I am not, do not want to tolerate and share my time. And so that's why I, it's, and a lot of families are split up, split. I'm going to can't get rid of the kid. So now I got to get rid of the dog. And so it's, it's really complicated, but you got to think about it, you know, think, 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 and then get a breed that's, you know, a little bit more kid friendly if you're going to have kids down the line. But anyway, so, and if you want to discuss it more, you can give me a holler and we can talk more. And there's other things I want to talk about getting a puppy, what to know before you get a puppy. But anyway, okay, we're going to run the break, come back, take some more calls. Okay, what do, where do ghosts mail their letters? Where do ghosts mail their letters? Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. All the shows here on My Talk are podcasts. So you can go to MyTalk1071.com and you can just enter with KDK9. They'll come to my show page and you can listen to all my shows back to 2018, which I think is wow. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> okay. Where do ghosts mail their letters? At the ghost office. Ding, 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 ding. Of At the ghost office. <laughs> what did the polite ghost say to her son? Um... Think, boo? <laughs> no, don't spook until you're spooking too. <laughs> don't spook until you're spooking too. I like that one. I think that was pretty good. Okay, who's up? 
Well, first up, we have Jeremy, who has a dog who's been demanding his attention when he gets home in a not-so-polite way. Hey, him and many other dogs do the same thing. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, how you doing? Good morning. Excellent. How about you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you have? Uh, eight-year-old pit bull, female. Oh, okay, so what's going on? And, okay, me and my girlfriend work different shifts, so when I'm home alone with her at night, and it's generally after supper, she just starts incoherently barking at me. Okay. And for a, and I give her, I've been trying to ignore her, but it's going up to about five minutes now. Okay. And I don't reward her until she stops, and then I will give her some love. Sometimes she wants to go outside, because she, they all, we have four dogs, and they all know to go to the door. Okay. If they want to go outside, so sometimes it's to go outside. Sometimes she wants a little more food. She'll go back by the food. I'll give her a little snack. But it just, out of nowhere, just just starts. Okay. And it's, it's been going on for months, and I don't, aside from ignoring her for five minutes of her constantly barking at me, I, I, I'm at a loss. To, okay. To so how this gets started usually is that um, the dog comes up and is standing looking at you. Okay, and you kind of look yep. at him. Okay, and then uh, then right away somebody says, "Okay," but then you know somebody says, "Like, what do you want?" Okay, and then you go, "Do you want to go potty? Do you want to go for a walk?" We start asking the dog questions. Well, then pretty soon the dog yeah. learns to come up and bark at us. And what do we do right away? We answer that bark. And so now the dog is like, yeah. "Hey, that's why I don't like a, I don't want a dog to bark for anything. You bark at me, you ain't get nothing." Okay, this is how you're gonna handle it. Get yourself a hair mister, plant mister, whatever type thing. Fill it with water. Set it on stream. Yeah. Keep it like under your arm. You know what I mean? So it's not really visible. Yep. Okay, so when she comes up to bark at you, turn your head sideways because a side profile to your dog is a calming signal. Okay, and then okay. as she's barking, you're going to blast her with the water and just say, okay. ah, quiet. And then just turn your head okay. sideways again. Okay, if she tries it again, okay. you know, but you don't want to like extend your arm out and nail her. You want to keep it kind of hidden yeah. where she's not sure where it's coming from. Okay. 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 So, but then once she's quiet, okay, don't say anything to her. Don't pet her. Don't do anything. Okay. Let's say she's been quiet now for about five minutes. Okay. Just get up. And then now in your head, along you've been running in your head. Does she need to go potty? Is it time to, for dinner? Should I give her? You know, you decide as you're walking away. All right. And so then you can okay. ask her as you get closer to the door to the kitchen. Like, let's go. I got something for you. You know, but do that away from where you were sitting. Now another thing too okay. is that if you don't have the water and she starts barking at you, don't say anything. Turn your head sideways. Get up and go to a room that has a door on and shut the door. And be prepared ahead okay. of a time so that when you go into that room, you're not in a hurry to get out of there. Maybe there's another TV in there or there's a book you can read. And then like yeah. then once she's quiet, you come back out. Don't acknowledge her at all. Go sit back where you're sitting and do whatever you want. Okay. And then, like okay. I say, now you've been thinking again, no, maybe she needs to go outside. Is it time to eat? Da, da, da. So then you're going to have your yeah. plan. But you're not going to ask the dog and invite the dog into the conversation. All right. So you've got to okay. th- do it in your own head. But when you go to blast her with the water, make sure you give it a growl, ah, blast, then quiet or ah, blast enough. But you decide what yeah. your quiet word is. But then, like I say, glance at her, but then look away. Side profile, calming signal. And like I said, if that doesn't work, stand up, go to a room, you know, that has a uh, door on it. And then so, like I said, yeah. it usually takes about two, three days where you're going to notice a huge difference as far as her okay. not doing it so much. And then pretty soon yeah. you're going to know that she'll come over and show. But if she looks at you, doesn't say anything, she looks at you, just turn your head sideways. Don't don't give her any eye contact whatsoever. She comes and just stares at you. Yeah. Don't look at her yeah. at, at all. Don't acknowledge her. If you have to, get up, 
walk away. So that she learns either by staring at you and barking at you, she gets absolutely nothing. All right? No interaction yeah, okay. whatsoever. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. You betcha. Good luck. Bye-bye. Yeah, and then sometimes if you blast them with water and they just kind of look at you like, say what? Then you go half organic apple cider vinegar and half water and just aim for the nose or for the mouth. And so what it is, and you know, every time I tell some people to use apple cider vinegar, everybody winces, like, ooh, the taste of it. Dogs only have 1,700 taste buds. Humans have 9,000, all right? So what the, what the organic apple cider vinegar does is that it, it, it puts a smell in their nose. Mm-hmm. You know, that is, ew. Like a little stink Ew, yeah. Ooh, okay. So it has nothing to do with taste. just has to do with the, the smelling. Also, I take shots of apple cider vinegar. It's fine. Oh, yeah. It's Your senior. dog will survive. Yeah. No, and, and I like the organic because it's, it's healthy for him. Mm-hmm. It's healthy for the digestive system. He gets them in the mouth and such like that. That's great for him. Great for him. Okay. Uh, I got a, uh, on Facebook, it came up. And then again on uh, a call. Not this week because I don't have <laughs> any phones. Thank you, CenturyLink. But anyway, and um, you know what back sneezing is? You know, when the, you know, it, it seems like they can't catch their breath. Have you seen that on dogs? Oh, yeah. And it happens Sometimes a lot. happen with, when they get, like, the fox tails or whatever in their nose. Oh, that sometimes. can happen, yeah. too, yeah. But it usually happens to dogs that are mostly have more flatted, fat, flat faces. Oh, like the Frenchy sneeze kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a sneeze outward. It's like an inward yeah. sneeze. Okay, you know how, uh, what that is equivalent to is it's not allergies or anything like that. Because it usually happens when the dog gets excited. And what happens is that it, it's like when a person hyperventilates. You know, they can't catch your breath. Like a little bit of an asthma attack. You know, they go in, and so then you have to breathe in a paper bag to settle yourself down. Okay, so if you have a dog that reverse sneeze, whatever you want to call it, what you do is you cup your hand, okay, and you put it like, you know, a half inch away from the dog's nose. Okay, and so then what happens is the dog is like, why is your hand in my face? And it, it, it like helps them catch their breath, and then they're fine. Okay, <laughs> some people will put a finger on each one of their nostrils to help them try to catch their breath. Okay, and so, but the whole thing is, is that um, uh, it, what, it, when a dog gets excited, that happens, and it's usually mostly with um, uh Flat-nosed dogs. So just cup your hand and just, like, hold the collar with one hand so the dog can't turn his head. And then what's going to happen is after he learns that, wow, that works. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done hyperventilating. Then they're almost looking for your hand so they can put their nose in it because they've realized that how it, it helps. helps them. Yeah. Yep, so... So you can get that done. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to hold on. The, uh, the calls that are online, hold on, because we're going to be going to the top of the hour break. So I don't want to start a conversation right now. But um, let's see what we got. Great Pyrenees are coming into the uh, the mix. And um, and people, will you please read about the breed? If you even get across Great Pyrenees, or you're going to look into getting They're a Great Pyrenees. They're everywhere on the Humane Society I website right now. Well, yeah, because people don't understand them, and they don't make good house pets for a person that wants a lap dog. <laughs> no, because they're a very independent dog. And I had mentioned the Great Peers a, a couple weeks ago, but now it's coming back. And so the whole thing is, please, please understand the breed you're getting. And if it's a mixed breed, or let's say it's Lab and Great Peer. It could have Lab brain. It can have Great Peer brain or a, a mix of both. Okay. And so like I had my Ben, he was husky and shepherd. And I swore I'd have nothing husky because they're just lots to work with. And anyway, luckily he had the shepherd breed. And so the thing is, is that, um, but with the great peers, remember they were bred for protection to mm-hmm. protect their flock, whether it's ducks, geese, sheep, cows, 
kids, okay, and then not be controlled. They do it on their own. So great peers are very hard to train. You kind of work with them, and they have their kind of their own agenda, okay? And they are guard dogs, and they are big. <laughs> and so if you get this big dog, big white dog, well, some of them are mostly white, but there's other ones. But anyway, so uh, so really, really think it. Think it through. So I would strongly recommend that you step away from the great peers unless you totally, really understand them by talking to people that know great peers. Because otherwise, they're just winding up in the humane societies because people don't understand them. Okay? That's my whatever thing. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay, what happens if you eat yeast in a... Sh- oh, I don't like that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. Okay. What did the zombies... Why did the zombies stay home from school? 